Yo, it's Hollywood Unlocked and Censored. I'm Jason Lee. Hey, it's DJ Damage. All right, so if you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeart, thank you. But you can also watch us at uh, YouTube. Yes. Uh, just go to YouTube.com slash Hollywood Unlocked. All right, so listen, I, you know, we done lucked up today and got us an icon. Real icon. And we're not just saying that to be funny. We're not saying it to, you know, throw props that don't, that's not needed. True icon. Now, a lot of artists hate being called an icon or a legend, but I'm going to call a spade a spade, a cat a cat, uh-huh. a, you know, a hoof a hoof. I'm going <laughs> to definitely call an icon an icon. We got T-Boz uh, from TLC here. You know, what a lot of people don't realize is I have a radio connection to T-Boz. Mm. Did you know that? Is I didn't that tell right? you that, right? I, you didn't tell me that. So you, wait, what's, what's your radio I, I, connection? I, 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 let's just bring T-Boz in and get straight to it. Woo! Hey, listen. Icon status. Oh, I, you, you, you very few icons come through here, but but you you know you're icon, and that's okay to call you icon, right? Some people feel weird about that. It just sounds crazy to me, but I'm like I, I'm gonna totally accept it because I work hard, so I'll take it. Talk about it. Yeah, but it's just weird because I'm so normal. My daughter always says I'm not a normal celeb because I never go out. I never do anything. I'm not with the, you know, paparazzi stuff. So she's like, mom, you're messing up my life because, you know, she likes to use me to get into all the concerts. (laughs) (laughs) So when I first did Love and Hip Hop and I didn't know anything about doing press, I had never done an interview. I was terrified as hell. And somebody said to me, do you want to do T-Boz's radio show? I'm like, are you crazy? It's T-Boz. Absolutely. I want to go. I didn't know what I was going to do. Or I didn't even really even know who I wanted to be in the industry at the time. I went and I did your show and I had so much fun that I left there and I called your manager or assistant at the time. Mm-hmm. And I said, can you please help me get a show on T-Boz's radio network with Dash? He hooked it up. I came in. I joined your iCraft radio uh, situation. I had launched Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And then, boom, here we are now. Nationally syndicated all because you gave me a shot. Hey, I love it. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's funny when you say that because I, I would have never imagined that you had never done it before. You were so calm and confident. So you belong exactly where you're at. So I'm happy for you. Well, not only had I never done it, but I was, um, you know, I've always been a huge fan of yours. And you. I, and it was very intimidating, even though you're very warm and very, you know, you're you're very easy to talk to. It's still you're you're one of the three people of the biggest female group that we've ever known. So oh. for me, it was very <laughs> intimidating. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's a blessing, especially now, boy. Ooh. Because no, because honestly, when Lisa died, the whole industry turned on us. Everybody. It was like, it's over for them. They're never going to do it again. And I kept saying, no, nah, bro, that still doesn't hinder my talent and my passion to sing and dance. It's in my soul. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was just like, you just have to find that one person to say yes and find your new normal. We all know it's not going to ever be the same again, but you find your new normal and you keep going. And that's exactly what Lisa would want us to do. And I have kids to feed. So why would I stop? It's TLC forever, whether she's physically here or not. When you say the industry, was that the artist? Was it the business side of it? Or was it just everybody? Everybody. L.A. Reed. Mm. I'll, I'll call them all out. I don't care. L.A. Everybody. You know, all the big ups that we put LaFace on the map, made them all kind of millions. I was like, oh, okay. So 
then the artist, I remember the one who said, yeah, it was VH1 Super Bowl Bliss. That concert was the most stressful, hectic concert, but it ended up being the greatest. Like our sound guy, his stomach exploded. He was in the ER. Um, Nelly was supposed to open. He's on a plane. As soon as he land and we have a police escort, he's like, I got to get my hair cut. <laughs> and Dougie Fresh came through and Misty Copeland because I was like, well, maybe God wanted it this way so we can still prove to people we don't need nobody else to rock a show. You know what I'm saying? Drake, he pulled out. We had just did his OVO fest. He was like, I don't know, I'm working on my performance. So we were like, oh my God. Like every T.I., everybody. I think and I don't blame them. Sometimes I wonder, was it because you don't know if you're going to look sucker-free Sunday standing next to us because it may be over? Or, you know, you don't want to be a part of that or you just really was telling the truth, which I feel is the, the first thing I said. But it's all good because it turned out exactly the way it was supposed mm -hmm. to be, which was, and I love Dougie Fresh for this. His mom was sick. He spent the night in the hospital, got out of the hospital, came straight to open up the show on Ain't Too Proud to Bay with us. Then I did a beautiful solo light on Misty Copeland and she did this number to Waterfalls yeah. um, through her ballet act and it was beautiful, but that was one of the best concerts and we got the highest ratings and that's what put us on the map again. And everybody and their mama started calling us to mm. perform again because they saw through that, oh, they can still do it. I want to get your opinion on this because we see this time and time again. We see the industry build people up and then it seems like everybody comes together to try to tear them down. Mm -hmm. Where do you think that roots from? What is that? First of all, when we first came out, you know, we didn't have social media. I think social media gave all the dummies a platform to talk. And I didn't know that was that many dummies in the world today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's more ignorant people than there is smart. They always say common sense isn't that common. So true. When we were out, everything was word of mouth. So if it got around, it really held power because it was going from person to person to person, not on the Internet with these, you know, Internet thugs and, you know, all of that. Um, I, I'm baffled because we used to look up to our artists, not to bring them down. Yeah. You know, and now it just seems like, oh, they can't find someone to picture. Ooh, her hand swollen. She got some big feet. Like, come on, y'all. Those, to me, it's, it's miserable people having a platform to um, try and make us feel the way they do. Mm. Now, I, my, my question is, you know, going back to, uh, you know, left eye, unfortunately, passing. What do you feel about all the conspiracy theories out there that she's really not deceased? Do you think it's is it disrespectful? Is it just the weird world we live in? <laughs> it has to be the weird world we live in because I haven't heard that one. You know, I looked at her body. She she's gone. Mm -hmm. What I I think is disrespectful is the fans. Like just because we as sisters, because we were like a family, and she honestly ended up being my cousin because my uncle is married to her mom to this day. Mm. Oh wow! And you know, before me and Chili got the closest, me and Lisa were the closest before I got close to Chili, and we were together first as well in second nature, and then we you know, created TLC. But um, I hate when people ask me, because see, my birthday's on April 26th. She died on the 25th. So CNN put it out around 4 a.m. in the morning. 
So every birthday, 16 years later, I get happy birthday, girl. I'm so sorry. I can't even open the door. The Instacart lady was like, I know what today is. Oh, I'm like, damn, ho, I was having a good day until now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just going to remind me. And I hate when people ask me, and I don't even use the word hate, but I hate when they say, well, what are you going to do today? Do you celebrate when somebody dies? The worst day of my life, do you just go, woohoo, let's have a cake, let's party? No, you don't. So don't act like I'm not human. I believe the same way you do. Mm. I don't like that. That's disrespectful. So let me so let me ask you, when the first time I saw you, I think I may have told you this before, but the first time I saw you and the whole group was mm. when you were at Living Single and I was there visiting Dana and you all uh, came up out of the covers. I didn't even know that you all were going to be there on the show that day. And I remember just when I, when I think back to that time and I think about when I first saw TLC and, and what makes me angry about people counting you out when Left Eye died was you all were so creative, you know, from you. The, from your clothing to the condoms with the, you know, yeah, to the video sets, to how vibrant the energy was. You each had different sounds and contributions. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised at the fact that people actually would have counted you out. That's how they do though. Think about it. When you're hot, you're hot. When something goes wrong, that's when you really know who's on your side. Think about it. If you ever got really sick and was in the hospital or, or if you had a death in the family, there's certain moments in life when you say, okay, I see who really has my back and who really does not, you know? And that's one of those times I was like, okay, I can really see what this thing is. It's like, okay, we're basically a dollar sign mm -hmm. and you never cared in the first place. You yeah. know what I mean? So who are some of the people who were there for you? Kawan Prather, he works for um, uh, Pharrell now. Leslie Brathwaite, he came up under Dallas. He's in, I inducted him, um, inducted him, excuse me, to the Hall of Fame. Like Full Sail has like the people who did um, Munster Zine, Finding Nemo. You know, he went from TLC as my intern because I gave him a chance with TLC when my engineer didn't show up and he went off to do Michael Jackson. He does Beyonce, Jay-Z, Cardi B, everybody. Um, but wait a minute. What, why did I forget what you asked? What did you just say? Who are some of the people we were talking about? Um, the people, how they all abandon you when, when they think you're not hot, but who are the people that stood by you and showed it? Shanti Dawes. She worked at LaFace. Those are the three industry people I remember. Liz. Other than that, no, nah, nobody really. Um, it was family. But after you, this is said and gone, and, you know, family is the most important anyway. Do you feel like because you didn't really compromise in your career from the research I've done, it seemed like, you know, you was always strong about doing things your way. Do you feel like that kind of added to the hate and people wanted to see your demise? No, it wasn't because we were um, doing what we wanted to do. They just wanted demise because they some jealous ass people. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just some hating assholes and, and Negroes, whatever. But but, but huh? you all you all were also very vocal. I'll never forget the clip at the Grammys where Chili got up there and just, I mean, laid people out by telling the truth. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that at that time took a lot of um took a lot of courage because you know, after that, I think it was after that Prince then publicly shamed his label, and then other people started to find the courage to do it. Were you guys always that courageous or were you just fed up and like, fuck it? No, absolutely. Always that courageous. I'm not going to shut up. Like, I remember being in a boardroom um, 
And I have said an idea, you know, and they kind of shot it down coming from the girl. So we came back a couple of weeks later and a guy said the same thing I said. And I hit the table. Hell no, you're not about to take my credit. You know what I'm saying? Because being that, you know, we're black women, that's that's a double edged sword right there. But also being a woman who doesn't suck and sleep their way up. You know what I'm saying? If you do it all for respect. So when I have my accolades or something that belongs to me, don't try to take it. Because in this industry, you know, respect is everything. And if people respect you, that's how we get jobs. It's like, I didn't know she produced music. I didn't know she put together um, production. I do that now. Because the way I look at it, I know how to stay in my lane, but I sit back and watch the grace. I always surround myself with equal or above. Because... I'm, I'm clear on what I can and cannot do. I always say it's a talent to know when you're not talented. That's talent. Be honest with yourself. But if there's something I really can do, I'm going to watch. How can I be around all these successful people and not gain something from it in 28 years? Mm-hmm. So, of course, my, my resume has grown into other things. And thank God, you know, successfully. But, you know, I don't know anybody who hasn't failed at something to succeed who's really, you know, um, successful. Do you help or mentor any of the new artists? Cause like a Tanache could be really successful if she would like sit with you and Chili and learn how to do it right. I like her. He's so crazy. Learn how to do it right. <laughs> He's crazy. Oh my God. You, um, I tried and they, these helpers get on my nerves. I'm been and choke somebody out, went to jail. I ain't gonna lie. Me and my brother had some artists. The girl group broke up. Then the other one, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I literally, because I've come a long way with my temper, I literally wanted to choke her out. Like, I would snatch you up, girl. So I was like, God help me. This is not for me. So no, I would never. Unless it's like a favor for a friend. One time, I'll talk to the girls, and that's about it. And I want to be able to help people. I don't mind talking to people and doing that, but hiring me to do artist development, I might. But to manage... Never. What do you think, when you saw my friend Cardi get paid tribute to you all at Coachella, which I thought was great, um, what did you think about that? And then that inspiration that you still have in these major artists that you know you guys you're still living in all of what we see. I loved it. Um, she had Lisa's hairstyle in my outfit. I was like, oh, you know, um, I love Cardi B. You know why? It was so refreshing to see somebody who just. They were themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a show. It's like, this is who I am. This is who I was, and I still am, and I'm going to be. And I love that about her. Um, it was refreshing because most artists get dolled up, and, you know, they pretend to be someone they're not. I'm never going to do that. I'm not putting on fake eyelashes to go to Kroger. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a tomboy still. I'm just saying. <laughs> there, there was a point in your career, just talking about you being yourself, uh, mm-hmm. since you're talking about that, where producers were trying to give you records and they were hit records, but you were saying no and you stood on your own. Were you always like that? Like, Where does that come from? Probably how my mom raised me. Even when I was 16 and all my friends would, you know, drive guys' cars and stuff. And I used to say, they'd be like, girl, he'll let you have this and that. Yeah, but when he's gone, so will the car. I want my own car. I was saying mm. that at like 14, 15, 16. I was raised to take care of me and mine. Period. My mom always told me, you know, a man could cheat on you. He can leave and or just die and have no money. You always make sure you and your kids are straight. 
And that was in my head at a young age. And plus, I have a different kind of fight in me. To me, if you can <laughs> battle not dying, I can pretty much put up with anything. True. Ain't nothing worse than almost dying. And I done did that a handful of times or two. So, so how are you doing now, especially during COVID? <laughs> they want me to do a virtual show. And TLC is supposed to shoot something, too. And I'm like, ain't nobody coming up in here. We just did a show on the CW with iHeartRadio. They sent me a big trunk because I was like, no, the sound guy can't come. You better label A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, F, K, Element of B. Hey, no, I put it together. So I did good, though, you know. Um, but nobody's coming in over. You're socially distancing for real. I got a pre-existing condition. I ain't trying to die. Like. My mom was dealing with cancer. My daughter has two diseases, Sjogren's, which is a cousin to lupus. Stop. And um, lupus, uh, which she almost lost her life at the beginning of the year. So she was in the hospital almost two months. So I can't take any chances on anything. So I've been a hermit. I've seen so many movies. It's ridiculous. You know? I posted on Instagram. I said, I've watched everything on Netflix. I've watched it right. all. <laughs> then you got to go to Hulu, Prime. I got them all. Wait, and so you then adopt. So how old is your daughter? Is she? My daughter is 19, but don't say 19. the other word right now. The second word. Spell what? it. What? You was going to say my S-O-N? Yes. Yeah, don't say the word before that. He's right there. Oh, and then he'll be over here? No, I don't want you to say it. What you I was about to say. Don't say. A, B. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that word. Don't say the S word. No, no you, boy. you started to say the the A, a, -B -R -T -I -O -N. a word. R T I O N. I'm not what I am. I mean, a, a D. What I am, Jason. Oh, I am, I, oh yeah. Oh, T E D. T boss. It's too early in the day. My slow ass. I'm God too. <laughs> okay, so I'm not gonna say that word. That it took me 10 minutes to figure out what the hell y'all were both talking but about. Why did I say abortion? <laughs> why did no, I say that, wait, wait, wait. So when you said abortion, I'm like, that ain't in my notes. And I, I, I about that. <laughs> now, T Boz, if you would have told me that you had an abortion during COVID, I don't know about it. It'd have been everywhere. No, I don't believe in abortion anyway. I'm one of those. Okay. Okay. So I won't say the A word. Okay. But. But you, um, how is the how is raising a young son going? It's amazing. I mean, I just turned fifty, which I was told I couldn't ever. And by the way, can I just say you and Chili look so damn good? And yeah, you all forty three. We can when we have the melanin, we are gonna be all right. Yay! Thank you. I mean, I'm proud to tell people my age because I was told I would die by the time I was thirty. And I would mm. never have kids and I'd be disabled. So I superseded all that stuff. So when you asked me, I was pooping and hollering. I'm not fair, then what would you want with it? I was happy, okay? <laughs> Women like Chili, she don't like people. She's like, I don't want to say my, <laughs> she won't even pick up the phone. You can't even say happy birthday, okay? No, she is not happy. She's horrible with texting. You're you're the best at texting. You text oh, right back. Chili will text you a week later and then I forget what I was even asking. So <laughs> Right. And she changes her number like hotcakes. So raising, so raising a t 10 months? Um, You know, from when he was born. Yes. Since day one. But you know what? If you go back, people can, all my answers and everything are always the same. I did Chili's show. 
um, what Chili wants. I did um, CNN. I always said that I wanted a son and I had a box of clothes. And then he was like, girl, you crazy. I was like, no, when I have my son, he's going to wear this. God made that son, that baby for me. Trust me on that. He looks like me. Everything about him is just like us. So I know God Taylor made him for me. And I had been asking for him for years anyway. And I opened that box and my baby wore those clothes, just like I said. So I believe in words and I believe in um, putting things, yeah, manifesting things into existence. I do. And so now, but of having a four-year-old at 50 years old, how is that? He just turned five, July 31st. It's awesome. But you think about it. I dance on stage an hour, hour and a half to two. I can now dance 19-year-olds and I'm 50. So <laughs> run around him. That kept me young, and he even keeps me a little bit younger because it's fun. Um, yeah. I have a ball. He's he's the character. He keeps me cracking up. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> he's snagged. He's, he's going to find his way in this interview. He's coming in the interview. Why he say, hey, sugar, go ahead. Finish talking, sugar. <laughs> Everybody on live. Like he came on the other day. He was like, hey, sugars. I don't know. He talks like he's from the country. And he's, he's not. Yeah, my son does the same thing. And I think it's something they're watching on YouTube. Or TikTok. My son has a country accent. He's like, daddy. And I'm like, where daddy, are you getting this from? Mama. <laughs> How old is yours? My son is seven. Seven, yeah. They be getting it from YouTube and TikTok. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. Well, the few times that I was able to go to my dad's house when he actually acknowledged me as his son, he would have the Westerns on, and I didn't pick none of that up. <laughs> but the whole way you started the sentence. Because <laughs> 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 somebody sent me a picture of my dad the other day, and I was like, why? Like, what are you doing? So, I feel you. No, because somebody today, I posted somebody close to us. He's like an uncle to me. I said, we lost a good man today. And look at the heartfelt message, his son. And everybody's like, T-Boss, I'm so sorry your dad died. And I said, first of all, I would never start it off with a good man died today. Okay? <laughs> never would I have said that about my father. Wait, so were you close to your mom? I am close to my mom. Mm -hmm. She's right there, my mom and me. She's. Like I tell her, happy Father's Day. Yep. So are you and your mother close the same way you and your daughter are close? Absolutely. That's good. Oh, you can tell I'm close to Chase, huh? Chase is close to you. He Chase yeah. is like, y'all say my name one more time and I'm hopping right in the stream. <laughs> okay. And I ain't mad. Okay, so now with everything happening with uh, the presidential debate last night, we had, uh, I don't know, did you catch it? My, well, I didn't watch it because... It, I heard about um, Trump bringing up that man's dead son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His are off limits. I probably would have jumped across the podium and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> pulled off his little Cheeto puff <laughs> wig. But no, nah, you don't do that. Kids are off limits. Yeah. Are you are you into politics or, or, or do you just stay away you know, from it? I, you know what? I don't stray away from it. I'm just not into it like that. I didn't like Trump when I did... A celebrity apprentice, so I don't have to watch the debates to know how he is. I knew he was prejudiced then, that day, that Did week, you? that month. Whoa! Did you? Uh, Did you? Oh, yeah. That's interesting because I interviewed Claudia Jordan too, and I asked her, "Did she know she was that close to the devil?" And she just said she knew his ways, and she, knew, but she wasn't as she was surprised that it was this bad. But you weren't. I was surprised. Yeah. The part I was surprised about is how. Not that I'm surprised at what reaction they would try to make us like. Our food would always be late, right? Or it would be cold or soggy when it got there. 
We will work six days a week from 5 a.m. to 1 and 2 in the morning, five days straight. So you're sleep deprived, hungry, and they want you to go back and forth. And my mom told me before I went, because I, I used to have a really bad temper. She was like, Tanya, you're there for the sick children, remember? That's why I was quiet on that show. But I had to pull a couple of people off camera like, on God, I will you up, okay? On everything I love. Because what you're not going to do is talk to me that way. <laughs> Wait, so was Omarosa wasn't on your show, right? Oh, no. It was um, Joan Rivers, Melissa Rivers, which me and Melissa knew each other. Um, before that, I've known Joan too. Um, Chloe Kardashian, Dennis Rotman, um, and some other people, Playboy person, a golf girl, so Natalie we, something. So even though Marissa wasn't on your cast, she's part of the the um the celebrity apprentice alum. What did you think about her becoming the highest ranking African American within the White House? Who? Omarosa when she was working for Donald Trump as an advisor for the color people. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. All right. Claudia was on my show too. No, I know. Listen, Claudia, you know, she she's reckless. I love Claudia. She will say and do anything. She don't care. And then and then when it blows up, she'd be like, why is everybody so mad? I love it. Wait, so let me ask you. We had, we had interviewed Chance the Rapper uh, not too long ago, and we were talking about independent artists versus artists who were signed to labels. And I know that you've been really big about uh, being boisterous, about being robbed from, you know, Babyface and L.A. Reid. Um, what do you, have you ever approached them about getting your masters or? Oh, we own our masters. Oh, so you own own all my publishing. Oh, so you own it all. Talk about it. I I did that way before people started talking about it. Oh, like I told you, remember I said, I surround my people with people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, wait, so how did, so then I'm, then I'm confused then. So did you get the masters after all the public fight with them? I re-recorded everything and we licensed our version. So everybody comes to us. Hello. So what I did was, is because I sound exactly the same. So I can, every now and then, you know what I'm saying? I rock out. So I just did everything over. So you keep it and catch one and then moved on. And I own all my own publishing too. So I am free. free. It feels so good. Did that feel like a strenuous process? Like re-recording all those songs? Mm -mm, Because that's what I do. Hello. I, I sang like three, four songs a day. I love it. You're an icon to me for so many reasons. Like I, oh, I love thank it. Thank you. All right, y'all. It's time for another Hollywood hookup. And 2020 has been a crazy year. I'm talking about so many ups and downs, but I got something positive for you. I'm going to help you save some money. Right now, I can save you 50% off or more using Policy Genius to compare life insurance. Now, when you're shopping for a policy that could last for a decade, or longer than a decade, those savings can really add up. So this is what you do. First, you go to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much coverage you need and compare quotes from top insurers to find the best price. Policy Genius will compare policies starting as little as $1 a day. That's right. I said it, $1 a day. You might even be eligible to skip the in-person medical exam. So that's very convenient. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and all the red tape. They got you covered. And the best part is they work for you, not the insurance company. Let me say that again. They work for you, not the insurance company. So if you hit any speed bumps during the application process, they'll take care of everything. They got you covered. 
That kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across over 1,600 reviews on Trustpilot and Google. I'm telling you, this is the real deal. So if you need life insurance, go to policygenius.com right now to get started. You can save 50% or more by comparing quotes. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. When you look at the artists today, don't you be like, y'all microwavable artists? Because some of, like, I think of, I think of TLC, Invo, Tupac, mm -hmm. Notorious, Diddy in the, you know, Diddy in that era and everything that he put out. When I look at, and I, and I always try to tell people, when I used to go to Tower Records to get my music, <laughs> they don't even know what Tower Records is. I do. That... Everybody who was on the radio at that time, whether it was John Bon Jovi, Madonna, Prince, every all everybody was superstars to me in my mind. Is that mm -hmm. it's, it's changed now, right? Absolutely. What, I, let me why? tell you, I, some people could walk up the street and they could be standing right in my face, and I wouldn't even know they were a celebrity because they don't even look like celebrities anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and anybody could have sang the song. Like in my day, I think I heard Snoop say this before. He was like, you know. If, if somebody took your style, your rap style back then, that would have been a problem. That mm -hmm. might have been a gang war, <laughs> fights and everything else. You know, don't be taking my style. But now everybody has the same style. Oh, this song works. Let's take some puppets. You sing this. You dress like this. We came in the gate like, nah, bro, this is how we are. And this is what we're going to do. And this is what we want to be. And if you don't like it, then you don't got to deal with us. Do you think it's the money that ruined it or... What, what do you think it's the record label's um, involvement? What do you think it kind of where it took a shift in artistry? Well, especially in 360 deals. If you're not a 360 company, why should I give you a 360 deal? You don't do movies. You don't um, do books. Like, but you want 360? No, I'm not giving up all my money. You don't even, you know, do that type of thing. Your job is to do my records and my touring mm. and marketing. So you were, you know what I love about you? I didn't know you, you were this just, you just say whatever you think and feel. I'm living for it. I do. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I mean, we could have had a lot more chats on the side. Yeah, uh, we, <laughs> but listen, listen. So when Jermaine Dupree had went on T.I.'s podcast and said basically he helped create your sound. <laughs> you didn't like that and you didn't hold back. Why, is it just, are you just, if anybody tries you, you're just going to put it out there? Or you're just going to respond? No, I don't really respond at all. Only reason I did this time is because he's like my brother. And I'm not saying he didn't help me. I, if you go, I have a book. I've always said it. I've always said it on TV shows throughout the years. You can find it. What I said was, that's like me saying, Okay, say you're a songwriter, right? And I go, oh, Jason, that should be your single. And then when it comes out, I'd be like, I wrote that. Mm. How would you feel? Hmm? Right. Okay. Right. So right. what I'm saying is, and it goes to the same thing I said before. I'm not mad. I'm just saying, say it how it really was. You made me feel comfortable with doing something I was already doing. So it wasn't like he looked at me and said, I'm going to make her sing deep. I came to you like that. And that's how you did write my first song for me. And I appreciate that. You did make me feel comfortable. And you came up with the greatest idea that made me who I am, which was you should keep that your thing. But if I'm going to credit somebody, I have to say Jody Watley, because that's where I got it from, was um, Thrill, Just a Thrill. That's the song. That's how I knew I could sing deep. You know what I mean? So I was just kind of like, 
And I said this earlier, when you have things and you didn't screw your way up, don't take away from what I've really done. I created that myself and this whole style that goes with it. But did you help me? Yes, you did. You gave me the courage to make it my thing. And it was his ideal that I should keep it and just do that. But I was singing backgrounds on Criss Cross's demos. Mm. But he heard me sing that way. I just think he forgot that maybe. I don't know. But and it's not that big of a deal. I'm not mad. I just wanted to reiterate that's not what happened. And you did not create my sound. See, now you just brought back a whole other memory. Where is Chris? Where is the one Chris? Is, are both Chris is still alive or one Chris is oh Jason? No. No, I'm no, I'm really asking. You talking about Crystal? The girl on the ground? No, he's talking about crisscross and one did pass away. No, no, there's two the crisscross was two, but one of them passed, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, the light-skinned Chris is still around, right? Mm-hmm. I used to be in love with him. If you have his number, can you send it to me? <laughs> I don't even know where Chris is. We used to call the brown-skinned Chris Doodoo, but um, I don't know. I haven't even seen him myself, but I will I will keep you on my I mean, he's just literally disappeared off of the face of the earth. I know. You know, he's probably don't want to be recognized as one of the Chris. You know how that can be sometimes. I mean, all you gotta do is turn his clothes around, and is anybody gonna know? Everybody gonna know. I'm gonna move back to. I'm moving back to Atlanta next month. Oh no, no. Why? 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 It's a lot of reasons, but I have more of a support system there. Okay, so you want? Elvis gonna shake away, uh, burn away, slide off a hill away. (laughs) I don't like. I don't like the earth moving, swaying. I don't like running from fire. I don't like it. I there's, never liked LA. There's a lot going out here, but there's a lot of COVID invested strippers who are running the community out in Atlanta right now. I know, I know it is. Because they're open there, which is crazy. I'm still gonna be a hermit there. I ain't coming out until they say, you know, ain't no more cooties in the hospital and nobody else is dying. So with verses happening right now and everybody wanting to verse, everybody keeps asking or trying to compare who TLC could go against. Who do you believe? TLC can go up against in the verses. Here we go. We was gonna switch it out and make it different and go against guys. Um, because what's you so should. Funny, we we always competed with guys. I never competed with the girl groups, never. Um who who was we? We used to look up the BBD. Um I was say yeah. New, new edition. Uh, yeah, new edition. Used to love them, but I never looked at women. Because there were no women, except for maybe Aaliyah, there was no women out with swag like that. Or, you know, honestly, me, myself, I don't think there could be another TLC. I laugh when people say there's a new TLC. I'm like, that's cute and I love that, but I can't even do me at 19. So I know you can't. You know what I mean? But I do appreciate it and it's an honor. But I'm like, child, there's never will be another T-Boss left eye in Chile. We had a chemistry that was so special. That's why we would never replace Lisa. It, it, no heifer belongs in between us two. What about when they try to compare TLC to Destiny Shaw? We let Destiny Shaw open up our fan mail tour, you know, and Christina Aguilera. So I, I was showing them love. Like, hey, they dope. I could yeah. tell Beyonce was the star because when they were like the baby dolls, I was supposed to choreograph for them, but I couldn't because I had to go on tour. And then they became Destiny's Child. But um, yeah, I knew I always knew Beyonce was gonna be Beyonce, though. When it comes to the verses, do you think it's a male ego thing where they have to have the women artists go against women artists? And what do you think that is? I'm not, I don't know. I think they're just um, mixing genres. 
You know what I mean? Like um, Jill Scott and Erica would seem mesh well together. I mean, if we did do a Destiny Child would be idea. I don't know if Beyonce would do it, but Kelly might. I don't know. But um, for some reason, they're not biting on it, The you know, um, Swiss and Timberland. So the fans started it more so. And it's not like I said, hey, can I do one? It was more like, I guess I was in an interview and somebody was like, would you? And I'm like, yeah. Mm. But to me, it's not. It's a friendly competition. It's not really competition to me. It's just a time to keep people happy and mm. feeling better about what's going on in, in such a crazy world with COVID right now. I think it's a great thing and it makes people feel good. I just did drop the mic. Um, have y'all seen that with DJ Cassidy? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, you got to see him. He took all the old school first and then he did um, all the rappers like MC Light, everybody, Dougie Fresh, it's like Rob Bass, you know, all the songs and they're like um, rapping over the Zoom track or whatever. It, it was awesome. Wait, so, so who who today's um do you say they're next or they're dope? Oh my goodness. Um <laughs> I knew Cardi was gonna be all right. I can tell that. I don't know. I don't even know what the like, are you dialed are you dialed into like the Ari Lennoxes or the um Summer Walkers? Mm -mm. Mm. Who's that? They're pretty dope. Summer. You should check them though. They're pretty oh, wait, dope. You, wait, okay. I know the second one. You said summer. That's summer. the girl with the lips right. out with the pink, right? Mm -hmm. I think so. My daughter's yeah. going, yes, mom. Look at you <laughs> telling me I think so. Who's the first name you said? Ari Lennox. She's pretty dope. My daughter knows. Yeah. She see, me up see, on the see, see, this is the thing. This is the thing. And no, this is no shade to the new people. This is what I'm saying. I still listen to. 90s and 2000 R&B gospel music and mm -hmm. and 90s R&B uh, 90s 90s and 2000 hip hop because Lauren Hill, uh, Craig Mack, I mean you could just Aaliyah, you could just go on and on about how how impactful music and music artists were in that era. You know, I just feel right now with the digital download and the quick put out a song, it's just it it, it I don't really get to attach to the artist the way I did back then. Yeah, there's not a lot of superstars anymore and long, you know, artists that you know will have longevity. Um, and, you know, pretty much everything has been done, but sometimes you got to pull from the person you admire and make it your own. I mean, I feel like if if I didn't have Michael Jackson and Prince, I couldn't be T-Boss, you know what I mean? But I still took it and made it mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the people that uh, love real artistry, the sad part for them is the industry is so flooded with this noise of so many microwave artists, the good ones, you know, on a Friday, they put the album out, there's 500 other songs that somebody just threw out. So it's like, you got to kind of dig for the good music. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go to A&R, they'll play like seconds. And if it doesn't grab them in the beginning, some of them just throw it out. We never had an a &R. I wouldn't even allow them in my studio. How are you going to tell me how I'm going to be when I don't even know myself? I'm not listening to you. Let me figure this out. Because I had to first figure out why people liked us in the first place in order to succeed and do it again and grow as well and elevate at the same time. So what I figured out was I was like, oh, Lord, crazy, sexy, who, what am I going to be and who am I, you know, um, I just think it confuses things because I know who I am and what I want. And I was praying, like, I hope that people like it too. 
But um, yeah, I, I don't like the A&R thing. I, I just never dealt with it because they start telling you who you are. Don't nobody know nobody better than me? Shut up. So sometimes you got to sing things to see if you like it. No, I don't like this. Let me try this. And and when somebody's bickering in your ear at that time, you're, you're, you're messing with my psyche. Like, just let me figure me out. And what I figured was is that we had, like, if I go like this and I don't say nothing, you know the song. You know what I mean? So that would be waterfalls. So we have routines to every hook that were catchy. And we also had strong lyrical content and things that were relatable to every color, um, no matter what your um, sexuality is, no matter what, how old you are, it kind of spoke to everyone. So now, am, am I wrong in thinking that you, because I always saw you as like the lead, the, the lead person in the group, but is it fair to say that, or were you more just like the driver in the business side of it, or were all three of you equally involved uh, on everything? I think we have different roles. Um, you know, it started off two girls singing and one rapping, but it just came systematic that I would start the stuff off usually with the, you know, um, verses and everything else. And Chili would do the bridge and the pretty parts because I'm always rough and rugged. I don't know. A lot of producers just took to my sound because it was different. And, um, so, I mean, I don't think it's wrong per se because I do lead the singing, you know what I mean? But it is still two singers and we mesh well together. And Lisa, you know, put the icing on top with the raps. So that's why I thought we were so unique, especially the chemistry. You can package that if you want to. Chili always says there was one time she was so mad at us. She didn't want me and Lisa to touch her, talk to her. But she said when she <laughs> looked at the Polaroid and we just had some undeniable chemistry. She was just like, she just came, gave us a hug. Like, I can't leave my girls. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just don't think you could package that. Who was, who was driving the creativity, though? All three of you? Um, I would go, like, to New York and pick out clothes, and Lisa would spray paint them. Lisa would do the titles of the album. I would do, like, the, the, the you know, come up with the artwork, like, family. I want to be painted in silver and, you know, stuff like that. Um, what else? Um I learned a lot business-wise. So, like, when we're in the black and white, what was that MTV? And we did came out the Michael Jackson, you know, the Jackson 5 thing. Mm -hmm. I did the production with the music, which is funny. I put full life in there. And that was my, what he ended up being my husband. But I didn't know him then. I just thought, oh, this beat full life. Oh, and we put it in. Burn, burn. So we put that at Waterfalls. But that was one of our best performances, I think, the black and white at MTV Awards. And you were, and you're, and you're always, you've always been heavily hands on with everything. More so, um, well, I always started off in the studio starting at Crazy Sexy Cool. I would go in first. Um, the first album we all sung together. Mm -hmm. It wasn't too many times after that because I know I didn't want to sit in the studio when they were singing, and I'm sure they didn't want to sit in there while I was going because you just be sitting there, right? You know what I mean? And, um, Lisa wrote a lot of her raps, but she has some co-writers. I didn't start writing until Fan Mail. Unpretty was the first song that I put out. Mm. Banger. Well, listen, oh, I, so, so what are you working on now? What's next? You've done everything. You've you're an awful <laughs> executive producer, philanthropist, singer, songwriter. You 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 guys paint clothes. I mean, what else is there to do? I have a CBD company called TLCBD. 
And um, I'm into oh, holistic wow. things because uh, it has really kept me healthy. I used to ruin every tour. I used to be in the hospital, but I have done four successful tours since I've been on CBD oil. So I was like, why not start a line and share what I've, you know, because I don't ever take a check. Like when people call me, I'm not going to do skinny tea if you're not even going to send me some tea and see if I can get skinny. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? Then something right. could be wrong with it. I don't get down with the get down like that. I'm not going to sit up there and put my name on something because it matters to me when you Google my name, if I worked hard, you know, what comes up next or if I made a difference in the world or in life. And then um, along with that, I have a, a children's. Um, I've had two. No, I've had a store, but this one um, is called Spoodles and it's a woman in um, children's uh, clothing and accessory store, Spoodles. so i'm always hustling i'm a hustler by nature you tell me all my concerts were let down well i'm gonna open a store you know what i'm saying (laughs) say i'm not gonna stop i won't stop ever so i'm gonna figure out we've even been doing zoom concerts i was like this is weird but they're paying and i don't have to pay dancers in the band and i'm i'm happening right now i I was loving it (laughs) that's easy it's gonna be hard to get me physically to go back out but see, the good part about it is you have fans all over the world. So it's not like you're tied to Inglewood or mm-hmm. the Bronx. Like your fans are worldwide. And your mm-hmm. fans, are your fans crazier about the about the group overseas than in the U.S.? No, we have some special ones over here. I got a lot of too. I mean, in terms of support, do you get a lot more support overseas? Oh. or In Japan, we get a lot of support overseas. Australia, too. Um, there's certain countries like in Japan, we're still headlining over people who are popular here, which is crazy to me. I'm like, wait a minute, we're they're on the show, ain't they? And they're like, no, you are because they love mm-hmm. 90s pop culture, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. um, what else? So, but there's certain people like they have the TLC army, like <laughs> one of them were this is my 33rd concert, and I was like, who would go see somebody? And I was like, I don't understand. So my daughter was like, I really don't understand because I love Beyonce and I wouldn't even go that much. I'm like, I don't even think I'll go see Michael Jackson that much. But So I asked her, I said, why do you always come back? Like, why are you here? This move, go, go sit over there. Why do you always you, come back? I told you she was getting in this interview. He said, you're going to be in the interview. He looking crazy, been playing. Okay, so she said, because... Okay. He said, because <laughs> you guys, cha- your lyrics changed my life. I was going to commit suicide. And because of the song you wrote, I'm pretty, or I've heard something I've said in an interview. No, you can't play the phone. Go sit over there, baby. Um, That they didn't kill themselves. That was deep. So I was like, and, you know, they said our music makes them feel good in, in a time that they needed it. So that's why they always come and support us. Cause I still don't understand. There's nobody on the planet. I would go see 33 times. But at that time, did you realize the impact you were having on fans? Mm-mm. Not at all. No. Cause you're out there working and you're busting your butt. And then it's times like that when you do do like how you said tower records, when you do, you know, they we used to have sign-ins where we go signs, yeah, 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 sign the pictures or the CDs and stuff like that. Now things are different, but um, when you have times like that or meet and greets, they'll tell you things because we do meet and greets. 
before the concert, which probably will never happen again. I don't want nobody to touch me, give me cooties since COVID been out. So I'm not going to do any more of those. So just know that. But um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Melissa, I appreciate you for giving me my first interview and inspiring me to be able to go on and, and create this show and still do it with DJ Damage. And, um, you know, we, we love TLC. We love T-Roz. We love everything about you. So anytime you ever want to come back, we'd be honored. And now that I know that you don't hold back, you're going to start getting phone calls and text messages from me too. Hey, I'm all for it. Now you know. Now I don't hold back because my mom always taught me if you bold enough to say it, be bold enough to repeat it. So Hello. I know that way. Wait, where, where do they get the TLC CBD oil at? It's called TL. It's um the name of it is TLCBD. It's a play on words, but you go to Tionwellness.com. And okay. then shop spoodles is spoodles like noodles, but S-P-O-O-D-L-E-S. Shop spoodles. Oh, so they can, they can buy that. They can buy the clothing and stuff online. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, listen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for and, having me. And um, I can't wait to see you again whenever the world opens back up. I know. See, I want to go eat or something because I don't do nothing. I have to live vicariously through other people having fun. Okay. I know. So I'm gonna hold you okay. to it. <laughs> no, no, definitely, of course. Or maybe one day I can. We'll figure. We'll figure it out. Maybe I get some sent to you. I get some. We eat on Zoom. I don't know. We'll, we'll be creative. Okay, and I like your beard. You look cute with that. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to give them something a little new. You know. <laughs> bye, okay. Kenya. Say bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> don't right, close bye -bye. the computer. Okay. Bye, bye. Right, bye. See you later. Stop.